Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's up, guys? Today we have part two with Paul Kamara. Two Pauls on the show today. I'm Paul Jamison, your host. Paul Kamara is our guest, and he was on yesterday's program. Now, today I'm going to ask him why he's chosen to stay at one crew. And it's a big crew. You know, they got, I think he has three employees. And so uh, they got some manpower on the crew. But instead of expanding his business and growing into multiple crews, Paul's learned of what works for him and why. And he's going to explain that to us today. And his answer, it's phenomenal. So you don't want to miss this episode. I I think uh, whether you're running a gigantic business or um, you have aspirations just to kind of keep it with one crew, Paul shares some very, very, very interesting perspectives with his answer. And you just got to listen to what he has to say. So without further ado, let's just get right into it. Here's part two with Paul Camaro from Rhode Island. Very unique, Paul, you know, getting to chat with someone with as much experience in the industry that you have. How has the industry changed over the last three decades? And what do you, and things are sh- shifting so fast. What do you predict is going to happen over the next five years? I think there's going to be a big transition into specialized. Um, like I'm doing right now by specializing in, you know, landscape and garden maintenance, garden design, garden planting. I've, I've niched down as far as I can go. We used to do irrigation, stonework, backhoe, excavation, mowing. We used to do everything. And now I'm just working in beds, okay? Now, what I mean by that is is when I was younger, we did, we did everything. So now there are strictly irrigation businesses. Now there are strictly masonry or if you want to call them hardscaping businesses. There are strictly landscaping companies. Because there are, there's, a, there's a distinct lack of labor out there, it's hard to be the conglomerate. It's hard to be the umbrella company like we used to be. Um, it's just so much more difficult for that reason alone, the labor market. So if the labor market changes, then it makes me wrong. But if the labor market stays the way it is, you're going to see a lot more smaller companies niching out that they, they just want to mow. They don't want to, there's so many companies out there who just want to mow. They don't want to do anything else than mow. That's great. That's awesome. And it leaves room for someone like me that doesn't want to mow. And it leaves room for a guy that, that just wants to do irrigation or lawn fertilization. I mean, your friend um, that, that, that you've been doing videos with, um, from what I'm to understand, he really likes to do lawn fertilization. Where is he? Alabama? I can't think of his name. Yeah, Jason, Jason Krill. He's outside of Birmingham, Alabama. And he, yeah. for, he had two other companies where he was doing, you know, Moez Trimblo plus fertilization plus, you know, he's, he's t- joking, Paul. He's like, I would go in the house and, and put their uh, picture on the wall for him. He did, he did anything and everything. And he realized right. 
the <laughs> he does a true story. An old lady's like, can you, my husband's not tall like you, JC. Can you come in and hang this picture on the wall? And he, he's in the family room hanging a picture on the wall, but he realized that he needs to go all in on and just, he does, I think, seven apps a year and he just does fertilization and weed control. He's making a kill. And I just hung out with him yesterday and his, he's got, you know, four kids, a wife, a work-life balance, margin. He's financially, he's very successful. So, yeah, that's that's what he uh, his his specialization is, and he's crushing it. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing, yeah, and I'm seeing a lot of that lately. Where I never saw that before. I mean, the guys in you know, you're talking about 30 years ago. Every every landscaper fertilized their own yard. I mean, that was like when True Green started was was back in the you know the 80s. Or, or I'm not sure if they were in the 70s, but through the 80s and 90s, that's when they became more predominant, and that's when all of their their workers started opening companies. I mean, one of my one of my companies that I do fertilization for was a true green guy, and um, you know, so that so now there's a lot of small niche companies that um, they're either owner operated or they're one two guys. I mean, I only I only employ three guys, so um, it, it's I, I think that is going to be a big big. Um, I think people are gonna. I think people are doing it without even knowing it's going to happen. Like you're saying, your friend down over there is doing it. A lot of guys online that I follow and look at, all they want to do is mow lawns. Um, they don't even want to get into anything to do with plants. They don't want to know anything. And that that's to me is like, wow, why why would you not want to, you know, work in on the plants? And that's none of my business. That's theirs, right? And same thing goes for me. I don't want to cut grass anymore. I've done it enough. I've, I'm done. Um, I want to be working in the garden. And that's why I niched out. And, and I've helped three other small companies grow theirs. And um, they want to be mowing. And that's great because they specialize. Like I told them, it says, now you can be the guy around here that does these properties. You want to do more? You're in the power position. And, um, you know, there's, you know, people that just take care of the Chad Greeneries, I mean, he's making such a, an impact on Instagram as well, teaching other people how to do plant health care. Uh, he's, he's one of my closest friends. Uh, he was my vice president at the association. He, um, he wants to just take care of plants and tree health care. That, that's the thing that I see is going to be huge is niches. And I, I read a book years ago from Mike McCallowitz and the riches are in the niches. And I believed it back then. And I believe it today. Was that the pumpkin plan you read? Was it pumpkin? It was in the pumpkin plan. I thought that was the name of the book. Was yeah, the, riches in the, yeah, the, the, pumpkin, the pump, plan. Yep. yeah, the pumpkin plan was the book. I knew exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. That's a really, really good book. Right. Right. And, and that was, I mean, I don't know when that was, that came out, but I was already implementing that, those, that thought process in my head. And I, and it was like, Oh, wow, good. Someone else is thinking this way too. Um, um, you know, it's, it, it's, it's just how I thought. And, and every year I've grown the business without actually gaining any more customer. I mean, any more, um, employees and I grow within just, you know, like you guys are always pushing and it's raising your rates and knowing your worth. And, you know, I'm sorry, I couldn't answer your first question on how to price, but I just, I don't have the right answer to that one. But I can tell you that the riches are in the niches. I mean, that pumpkin plant book is something everybody should read, in my opinion. Yeah, or listen to the, I like the audio book. Mike's got a little bit of a personality when he reads it. I, I, I yeah. listen to the audio book, so 
Yep, yep, yep. Absolutely. I, I have been re- I've been doing a little bit more um, audio book as well, especially uh, um, now that you know we can just walk around and have the Bluetooth thing in our ear and still continue to work. So I, I, I do agree with you there. Yeah, I think I listened to four or five last month. So I, I purchased. Did you really? Oh, yeah, I purchased. Uh, they're running a special Audible, and I purchased 12 credits, which is supposed to be for a year. And now I just got a notification. I only have three credits left. So I, I must have listened to nine audiobooks in the last couple of months. I, wow. I, I bought 12 in June when I, went, when I was traveling. I re-upped and got 12. So between oh. June, July, and August, I, I must be averaging about three or four audiobooks a month. And uh, I've, I've had some gems lately, so it's... It, it, Have you really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you should, uh, when, when you get off thing, or you should do a little uh, podcast just about that. I'd like to know what you're reading and what, what you see is working for you. Yeah, that's a really good idea, Paul. I'll do um, I'll do a whole show uh, kind yeah, of reviewing book-based. reviewing yeah. the audio books and things of that nature. And, um, you know, you say that, but you did re- do a review recently that I listened to, and I can't now. Now that you said that, now I got to go back and listen to it. You did a, um, you did a review on somebody about how to do pricing, right? It yeah, right. I did. I think I did a review because I have all these ideas, and I, I forget which ones I recorded. I think yeah. it might have been Dan S. Kennedy's book on um, time management or pricing. There, there's I, I the authors I've yeah. been reading was Dan S. Kennedy, um, Daniel Lappin. Um, Jim yep. Rohn, there's a, he used to be a motivational speaker, probably back more in your generation, Paul, Jim Rohn, he would like teach you how to set goals and stuff like that. But, um, yep. they had, they had like a, it's a five hour archive of like his best talks or whatever. And they turned into audio book. I just got done with that one about setting goals. And, and, uh, that was a, a kick in the rear end as well. Yeah. I kicked, one of my kicks in the rear end book was, um, was Joe Calloway. And it was a book called, and this wasn't that, that long ago, but it wasn't a kick in the rear end. It was more of a, um, you know, uh, how, how do I say it? Like Kind of like the pumpkin plan was, you know, oh, all right. So, so, the, so this is a plan. This is something that I'm doing well. And he actually, you know, put it more into perspective. But his book was called uh, A Category of One. And, you know, he used Southwest Airlines and a bunch of other, you know, mm-hmm. big companies to, um, to, to show, you know, service industries, how to be, you know, more service minded and how to, um, to be, you know, the best company in your market. And, and it was good. I, I always thought that way and it was good to listen to that one. So yeah, it, it, the book you were referencing, um, I pulled up audible and I, it's called Greg Crabtree, simple numbers, straight talk, big profits. That's the one I did an right. episode about. And I'm trying yep, yep. to get Greg on the program, so I'm gonna, I'm, I'm kind of nervous. Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot him an email here and just, just shoot my shot. I know he's a big fish, but uh, I, I got, I'm coming up on 800 episodes, two million downloads. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, say, hey man, you want to be on my show? So we'll see. Um, well, but, don't ever sell yourself short. The worst thing can say is no. Just, uh, just get out there and do and and ask. That's all it takes. Yeah, and his, he come right out of the gate in that first uh, chapter. I mean, he, the, to put it how good that book is, his very first chapter was about owner's pay and how you need to pay your, you know, how you need to know, like you <laughs> said at the beginning, you, you did answer yeah. my first question. You said you need to know what, what do you have to personally pay yourself to stay afloat? Yeah. And then what do you want to pay yourself if, you know, it'd be nice to have a little extra. Um, but right. he, that's his very first chapter. He just gets straight into it. Like you need to know what you need to pay yourself and you that you need to bake that in because most businesses, they just run and they just take money whenever and that, that there's no sustainability to that. Well, that's your, that's your baseline, really. If you're going to do a, a, a be in business, that's your baseline. 
is how much money do you want? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then you got to add all your taxes, your insurance, and all of the, the fixed costs on top of that. And then, you know, how much it's going to cost you to run your business. But without having that baseline, well, where, where do you work off of? You know, what the next guy wants to make, you know? So, yeah. This is what it is. Yeah. And then the other one I just got done with was uh, The Millionaire Next Door. Uh, by Thomas Stanley. It was written in 1992, but they studied, uh, I think, a thousand millionaires. And yep. what they discovered was, and I know you're around crazy money out there, but you know, just everyday folks that are millionaires, they're not flashy, and and uh, you know, oh, all, they're just yep, yep. Re- regular everyday folks that had lived on less than they made, and and you know, invested in uh, the market and, and, and maybe real estate and they, they've accumulated, uh, quite a bit of net worth, but they're so unassuming was the point of the book. They're not, you know, they're not balling on Friday night and everyone knows that they got money. You, you'd never know. They're so, they're so quiet about it. You're, 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 uh, you're barking up a tree that I've been living my life for the past, you know, through my career. You know, you, you, if you see a guy with a Ferrari driving down the road, he's probably not rich. Um, it's the guy that uh, one of my, there's, there's a, there's a couple of clients I own. They have their regular Mercedes that they drive around. They're not, uh, they're not flashy at all. And, and you can talk to them and they'll give you advice. But there are these guys that, that, that are mortgaged to the hilt that are a lot more showy that can't afford your services because it's too expensive. Oh, I can't afford that. We mean you can't afford that. But you, if either you want it or you don't, they just don't have the money because they're so in debt. People that live below their means usually are the ones that are doing the best, mm-hmm. that aren't showing it off. And that's almost every one of my customers. If that's a funny thing. Other than their properties, they love their properties. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that, I'm sure you got a lot of takeaways just observing them of. Oh, absolutely. I love talking, you know, you know as, you, as you get to know them and, and talk to them, it's, it's a totally different world that, you know, at least I can't understand that well. I'm sure, I know I've heard that you, you get, to, you get to, to, to work for some pretty high-end people as well. And I'm sure with conversations with them, you start to see life in the world a little bit differently after they, their perspective has been given to you. Um, but um, Well, we're in different it, worlds because it sounds like you got folks that actually have big money and kept it. I, I have a lot of guys that have big, I mean, they'll make $9 million a year in the NFL. And I'm, I'm worried that five years from now, they're going to blow through. I mean, they're just, I watch the right. way they live and they spend and it terrifies me. Now, now who am right. I to tell you how to spend your $9 million annual salary of seven? Literally one guy makes 7 million a year, 9 million yeah. a year. The coaches and coordinators, you know, they're like 800,000 to a million a year. Uh, but I mean, right. they live, they, they are all living high on the hog and just like, I'm just sitting there, you know, mowing the grass, thinking, I don't know where the, you know, what's this going to look like? The tortoise and the hare, my net worth might be beyond theirs, you know, eight, nine, 10 years from now. Um, So it's, it's different because I think from what I partake from your customer base, they're, they're big money by doing the right thing over a long period of time. And a lot of these NFL guys, I mean, they just, they make a whole bunch of money in a short amount of time and they don't know how to manage it. And I think their stats, Paul, like guys that are in, you know, professional sports, they, they go like bankrupt five years when they're out of the league because they, they spend like a baller and, and they don't realize that money was just for a short period of time coming in like that. That's, that's why you end up seeing an NFL ring at a pawn shop. I mean, a, a Super Bowl ring at a pawn shop because they didn't have any more money to... Yeah, no, I get it. I, I, I uh, Yeah, no, there are, there are people that know how to manage. They know how to invest. 
and you know you you try to you try to you, you try to get the crumbs off of their uh, their knowledge base every once in a while, and it's it's you know you can't you can't compete with what they're doing. But every once in a while, a nice little piece of advice comes from them, and and um, very helpful. Uh, that's the one thing. I mean, that, that that's another thing that um, that I like. People that are doing well always want to see someone else do well as well. You know. Um, and, and those are the people that I work for. They say, you know, I, like when I made the transition out of mowing the lawn, I understand, Paul, you want to do, you want to do what's good for you. I get it. And, um, that's the one thing that I really like about the people that I work for. Some of, some of those, those overly wealthy people that people get a, you know, they, a lot of them get a bad rap because they are very demanding and very, um, um, not thoughtful about the working class people, but, um, not the ones that I work for. Every single one of them I could consider a friend and, and be able to call them for advice or uh, anything. Ever wish you could monitor your vehicles, drivers, and equipment in live time to improve routes, enhance job site planning, and save your business money? Well, with GPS Track It, your wish is our command. When you integrate GPS Track It with your company vehicles, you get a 24-7 view of your vehicles, so you operate at crazy levels of efficiency. It's money-saving, peace of mind lawn and landscaping companies deserve. Ever wish every day was Donut Friday? Us too, but we can't help with that. Talk with one of our fleet advisors. No pressure, no hassle. Call 1-844-996-2518 or visit gpstrackit.com slash Paul to learn more. GPS Track It. Hey, you. Yeah, you. You're out there in the field mowing lawns, making money, working hard. But for every dollar you make, you're worried. Worried that you spend too much, worried that you won't make payroll, or worried you'll generate a big financial mistake. Simply put, you don't know your numbers. You're not alone. The Landscaping Bookkeeper has helped dozens of eager lawn care owners organize their numbers, learn the language of business, and build a solid financial foundation. Start your journey from simply earning money to creating a long-lasting source of income today by scheduling a free 15-minute phone call at thelandscapingbookkeeper.com. Hi, this is Jason with Lake Tap Landscaping. I used Paul's price increase letter this off-season in February, sent it out to all my clients for a minimum 10% increase, and was able to get 100% acceptance rate from all my lawn maintenance clients. It's a great decision to uh, raise your prices on a yearly basis. You can pick up the price increase letter at greenindustrypodcast.com. Wow, that's fantastic. Well, there's one question I wanted to make sure I asked you, Paul. I know uh, we, we've been going on and on on all these uh, side tangents, but I want, I want to give you the opportunity to uh, defend this position. I know it's very controversial and I get a lot of heat, but I'll just shoot you straight. Um, what are the misconceptions about just being one crew you know, you and a few guys that there's so much flashiness out there in the industry right now. How what's your revenue? How many, you know, what'd you make last year? How many guys you got? And there's, it's like the very first questions people ask are these, you know, what's your revenue? How many guys you got? How big are you? Blah, 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 blah. And uh, a lot of those guys crash and burn as you've probably seen over 30 years. And then there's the steady eddies um, that, that just found the sweet spot that you found. Can you go ahead and explain why you've built your business the way you have it now? Kind of defend the position there. Um, well, uh, the only I'm I'm I, I I want to be 
the guy that defends this. This is very important to me because there are guys out there that have my kind of wiring. I'm a firm believer that everybody has, you know, wiring or their personality is, is fairly set. And, um, and I, and I believe by working on your, on your, your strengths and, um, you know, trying to better yourself, obviously all the time, but work with your strengths. My strengths always were that I'm detail minded. And my other strengths is I love working. I love being out there with my guys. I love, I love to be able to be at the end of the day and say that I had a part in doing that job. Um, in 2006, I tried to expand. I brought on crews. I brought on, you know, more work and more equipment and tried to grow because that's what everybody told me to do. Even back then, uh, you, you, you know, people were still on you saying, well, why aren't you growing? You got to grow. You got to get bigger. You got to be able to do this and that. And I did. And I tried. And man, it was the worst year of my life. Um, one of the foremen quit uh, that I had mid-year. Um, the guys I was hiring were, were subpar. The quality of my work started to drop. My reputation was going down. Um, and I was getting some, uh, complaints. I can't handle complaints. That's part of my personality. I can't handle complaints. And since 2007, I've never had a complaint. Um, I've had questions. Oh, is this going to get done? Or is that going to get done? When do you think this is going to get done? But I've never had a complaint on, quality of work wow. since 2007. Um, so that's, that's something I can hang my hat on. That's something I'm very proud of. Um, I've grown the business, like I said earlier, um, financially every year. Every year has been better. Even through 08 and 09, through all the bad times, I never had a slump through those years like we had in like the late eighties, early nineties with my father's business. We went through a terrible recession back then. Uh, my business at that point was recession proof. We worked right through it because of the customers that we were working for. Um, now why I stay small, I, like I said, I love the work. And if you love the work and you don't handle the stresses of multiple crews, or if you don't like, I don't like, you know, I call, I, you know, I joke with my guys. It's a for now job. People say, oh, it's for now. It'll look good. It's, it looks good for now. I can't stand that mentality. I can't stand it's good enough. I don't like when someone says that. It's good enough. We used to joke when I was a kid, can't see it from my house. These are all sayings that lift the hairs on the back of my neck. And if those things bother you, it's going to be hard. I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's going to be hard to become a really big business. I have a controlling personality. I have a detailed personality, but I love to teach my guys. I love to give them the knowledge that I've secured, uh, accrued. And um, I'm not cheap that way, so I want my guys to know what they're doing. And um, I do do what everybody says by empowering your workers and telling them how to do it and letting them do it and stand back and watch them do it. Um, but I enjoy it. I love the work. It's what I love to do. So how do you, how do you, how do you get out of doing the work to do something I absolutely hate? Being in this office is something I absolutely hate. This is like going to jail for me in the, in the office. So if there are guys out there that think similarly to the way I am, then work on those strengths work with those strengths, I'm sorry, 
and, um, you know, be good at what you do and, and grow your business that way. You don't have to be, you know, the next Mariani. You don't have to be the next Grunder. And I've met both of those guys, and they're wonderful guys. And I actually, Marty Grunder is, is I, can consider, I can call him, and I can consider him a friend. He's a good guy. But you don't have to be that. You don't have to be the biggest landscaping company in your area. Someone else can be that, and you can be something else. Um, I just That's how I defend it. Just know your wiring. Know your personality. Do what you feel is good and let everybody else talk. So good, Paul. Very, very, very well said. I, I think uh, today's episode is going to help a lot of people. I really appreciate your time. Um, is there anything we're leaving out here that, that you want to address? And uh, are you planning on going to Equip Expo? Oh, yeah. No, we definitely, uh, definitely going there. Last year I wanted to go, but it was not. We, we, uh, we had some family issues that we couldn't end up going, but um, this year is definitely going. To, everything's booked. One of the uh, one of the landscapers that uh, took on my mowing is going with me. He's going to enjoy his time there as well. I've been there two other times. I think it was seventeen and eighteen, or eighteen and nineteen. I'm not sure. I don't remember. And I loved my time there those years. So I asked Kevin if he wants to go. So he's coming. And uh, he'll have an eye-opening event there, and I'll be able to see all you guys and meet you finally, and uh, have a good time there. Absolutely, and I and I recommend everybody to go to this. I think it's something at the end of the year, at a time of the year that isn't terribly busy, that you can probably sneak away for a few days and um, learn from some uh, some great people and check out some equipment and have some good times. Yeah, and on Thursday morning, Paul, at 8 a.m., we're going to be in the main ballroom. We're going to be doing some podcasting live from the stage and, and, and uh, awesome. Equips, you know, hosting it. Kohler Engines is sponsoring it. So if you guys are up bright and early on Thursday morning, the, the showroom floor doesn't open till 9. So if you get there an hour early, um, I'm going to be doing a podcast there. I'm actually going to be interviewing Mitchell Gordy. He's a state trooper from um, North Carolina. and he, Mitchell. Yeah, he has a part. Things, uh, whiskey, whiskey yeah, things. That, that, that's Tuesday night. Um, yep. I'll probably be there. Mer, Mer, Merle's, Merlot's, something like that. Um, something whiskey. Merle's whiskey. It's, uh-huh. Yeah, Merle's whiskey. Just follow us on Instagram the, the day before, whatever. Yeah. We'll post the address. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, I'll look forward to seeing you there then. And uh, Yeah, I signed up for that thing. I signed up for your, I didn't sign up, but well, I was planning on going to your thing on Thursday morning. And that thing on Thursday night that the um, the LCR guy does up there. Yeah, the, that, now like, that's it. Uh, that's a little off campus. That's going to be at um, Copper and King's Distillery. And if you guys okay. are go, if you guys are going to that, um, either get there early or Uber or Lyft because the parking is is minimum. And there's last year we had 600 folks show up, and oh, um, wow. I think the restaurants usually used to you know maybe like a hundred people there. So we. <laughs> <laughs> we're, 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 we're one phone call away from the fire marshals. I think but, you know, oh, yeah, like, what? Right. Okay. but uh, anyway, a little pro tip is to show up earlier. Go ahead, Paul. What time does that start? It starts at 6 PM, but there was a, oh. there was a line four blocks down the street last year at about 6 PM. So it's, um, and there's free food. So Naylor Tally Farrow, OC on media, he, he purchased the caterer, so everyone gets fed. Well, the first, I'd say 600 or so folks, because I, 
short story long, I, I was podcasting and I, I didn't go through the buffet line at six when it opened. I, I got there like seven and they were out of food. But nevertheless, if, if you get there on time, you'll get a hot meal. And then the whole bunch of sponsors are there giving out free stuff. So, um, you know, they're all passing out all kind of goodies to the first few hundred people there. So it's it's a must attend event. Completely, completely free. Um, Naylor does a great job with making sure it's free for everyone. There, there is such thing as a free dinner. Uh, come to Naylor's event. So. <laughs> And what's the saying? Free is better than good, and I'm sure it's good, right? Oh, it, it, uh, supposedly it was good. I was I was so mad when I get up there. You know, I I saw one little chicken wing left in the thing. I was like, you gotta be kidding me! But you, you get 600 dudes that are are walking around the trade room show floor all day. Everyone's starving by 6 p.m. So they just right. they don't know etiquette. You just you're supposed to take decent, you know, respectable portions. You got guys loading up their plate like it's their last meal. So yeah, no, that's no good. That's no good. But, you know, I, you know, on another note, I just want to say to, you know, all of the guys like you and the other guys you, 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 you uh, mentioned, um, uh, the LCR and Taylor Taliferro, Mitchell Gordy. Yeah. Mitchell, uh, you know, the, the, the Brian, Brian as well. All you guys are doing something that we didn't have back when I was, I mean, I, I was lucky enough to have a couple of great mentors. I had my father, obviously, um, but a lot of guys don't have, we didn't have what these younger guys have. You guys are every day putting out some kind of content that, that, that'll make people, their ears go up, whether it's, um, you know, how to, how to price work, how to, um, find work, how to get work, how to keep work. And then there are other guys that are showing, you know, how equipment works and what's good and what isn't good. I think it's a good thing what you guys are doing, um, for the younger generations of, of landscape professionals. And even a lot of the older ones that are just getting into it now. So um, uh, it, it's good that you guys are, uh, you know, setting an example for for them. Uh, and uh, just wanted to say that to you. It, it's good stuff that you're doing. Well, thank you very much, Paul. And I look forward to seeing you here in a quick minute in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Man, I'll, I'll uh, plan on seeing you that Tuesday night then at um, Mitchell's meet up there at the Murley's Whiskey Place. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And you enjoy yourself down there too, my friend. I'll talk to you later. All right. See you in Louisville. Yep. Bye. All right. Bye. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing Paul in Louisville, Kentucky. I uh, definitely appreciate him being on the program today, guys. When you do something for 30 years, you learn about it. You, you, the ins and the outs. And Paul's found his specialization. He's found the size of business that he wants for his lifestyle and there's a lot we can learn from him. And so the fact that he would take time out of his day to uh, sow into this community, you know, I didn't have this when I started in my business. I, I didn't have these 30 plus year veterans putting out this valuable information. And so, uh, you know, why don't you guys reach out to him on Instagram at Paul Kamara? Tell him thank you and that you appreciate it. Let's not take this for granted. Um, that there's, you know, men out there like this that, that are willing to share this awesome information with us uh, to help us propel in life and in business. So uh, drop him a DM on Instagram at Paul Kamara and, and tell him thank you for um, sewing into us today. I really appreciate it a lot and looking forward to seeing Paul in Louisville. Uh, are you going to go to Equip Expo? Maybe you've been hearing uh, myself and others talk about this trade show and the reason we talk about it so much is because it's a family reunion. 
over the years, I've cultivated friendships with Mitchell Gordy. And, you know, folks like Paul Kamara, we see each other on Instagram, and I deeply respect his meticulous attention to detail with excellence in serving his customers. I mean, he his work, it, it, he hasn't had a complaint since 2007. So scroll through his portfolio on Instagram, and you'll see why. He's world-class at what he does. And um, But anyway, we talk on Instagram, so getting to go to Louisville, there's guys like that that you talk through throughout the year, gals that you talk to throughout the year that you want to meet in person, you get to do so um, at the Equip Expo. It's just a big old family reunion. And uh, there's educational trainings as there. I'll be doing a podcasting event live on Thursday, October 20th called Influencer Live. Uh, That's going to be a lot of fun. The Kid Contractor Podcast, LCR Media Podcast, myself. We're going to be podcasting from a big old stage in the main ballroom, and you can come be in the live studio audience. And uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. So... Uh, here's the deal. If you want to save yourself some money when you register, use promo code Paul. All you got to do to register is click on the link in today's episode notes and use promo code Paul at checkout and you'll save 50% off your registration. Um, so get that get that taken care of if you know you're going to the show so you can save yourself some money. Just click on the link in today's episode notes. It takes a quick minute. I mean, Two, three, four minutes, just depending on how fast your fingers move. Type in your first name, last name, you know, uh, information to, to sign up for the registration, and uh, it'll take you less than five minutes. It's it's super, super simple process there. And then you're all registered and uh, ready to hang out with us in Louisville, Kentucky. Well, thanks for listening, guys. I really appreciate it. Smash that follow button, and we hope to catch you on the next episode of the Green Industry Podcast. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, Because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.